0: Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. We are wrapping up the month of Medical Ultrasound Awareness with a very special guest. Most of you, if not all of you, know her. She is the OG of sonography, especially on social media. Please welcome Christy. Christy, thank you so much for being on here.
1: Yay! Hi, guys. I'm happy to be here and finally meet you all and just ready to chat it up with you guys. Yay! We're so excited
2: to have you on. I believe we're like in the presence of an icon This is amazing. And obviously we all know you're just another human being, but you're a very special human being. We appreciate everything that you do for everyone, all of us who basically kickstarted our journeys on social media, YouTube, Instagram. And we just want to hear from you exactly. Tell us a little bit about yourself, even though everyone probably already knows, but (laughs) what do you want to share with everyone on the podcast?
1: Yeah, um, well, first, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Um, uh, I never done anything like this, so this is awesome. Um, I guess just like a little reintroduction of myself. My name is Christy. Um, I am a RDMS uh in general sonography, specifically OBGYN. And I currently work in Washington, DC. So um, and I mainly work in like an outpatient setting, just OBGYN. Um and I started off my ultrasound journey working in maternal fetal medicine, um, and so I got a lot of experience, found the love in like OB, and yeah, that's kind of how, where I'm at now. How did you uh,
0: choose sonography?
1: So when I was in high school, actually, I was like on that like journey path of like figuring out what I do as a first generation Asian American. I never had the sit down talk of what college was what a university is. I had no idea you had to like apply for colleges and universities. I didn't know what a tuition was. And, you know, I was kind of like considering, you know, all my friends are applying to places. I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? And um, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. But um, my mom was a midwife nurse in Vietnam long before I was born. And she used to tell me stories about like delivering babies and like, you know, all labor and delivery and how fun it was. And I was like really intrigued by that. Like I always knew I wanted to do like medical, but then I was like, I don't know if I want like the hard labor of like a nurse. And I was like, okay, well I think like babies is kind of cool. So like if I don't want to deliver babies, then why don't I do like take the pictures for the babies? So in all honesty, I had that weird idea and I Googled what like an ultrasound tech was. And I had no idea that it was his own job. It was his own specialty. And then I kind of just went from there. You know, I obviously had no guidance in that time. So I was just Googling, like, who are the people that do ultrasounds? What's the name? Ended up finding out it's like diagnostic medical sonography, this really long word. Went from there, found out about all the education. And and I'm like, why don't all these universities say like RDMS or DMS? And then I kind of the steps of figuring out what it was, sonography. And I literally went for it. Like I went to community college, did the prerequisites and just did those classes for the program. I didn't have a backup plan. I didn't have, I didn't think to do nursing. I didn't think to do x-ray. I was like, I just want to do ultrasound. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then I applied to all the programs in my state and I got into one of them and that's it.
0: That's so cool. Also, can I just add that you are the first Vietnamese-American that I'm Vietnamese, too, that I've met for sonography. So that's, like, awesome.
1: Yes, I love that, too. (laughs) Yeah, where I'm from, there's not a lot of, like, Asian representation where I'm from. Um, And so, you know, when, like I said, when all my friends were, like, applying to colleges and, like, being, like, a first-generation Asian-American, it was just, like, kind of eye-opening like okay let's what's like the next step and how do I do this and all this stuff and yeah I love that we could just represent
0: totally totally um so how did you decide to do YouTube oh that's actually funny
1: because it was all by accident (laughs) (laughs) I was in my first year program uh of my ultrasound program and we had a project it was a a video project of a day in the life of a sonography student. And in high school, I took a lot of TV production. I did like short films as like a hobby and like for classes It was just a, a class. That I signed up with my friends. Like we would do like those cheesy, like music videos and all that. Um, and so when, you know, we had this project, I was like, Ooh, I want to make it like a really cool, like vlog type thing. And I did the project, edited it, posted on YouTube, and it literally just went viral. Like, I had no expectations. I got a grade on it. And like, I literally just did it for a project. It was just my first project. And I guess it hooked on to other people. And then I had people reaching out to me like, hey, like, I want to do this field. I didn't know, like, what schools to go to. And I was like, ooh, I could like keep on doing this. And then... <laughs> The next year, I had the same project, but for a second-year student. And then I was like, "Wait, like people actually like this video? I should like continue doing it." So it was literally all by accident. I did it for a project in my ultrasound program, and then that's that's it. It's it's history since then.
2: I love that. It's an amazing project that you did because now look at what it's done for you. And yeah. I mean, just at that time though, because. I know it was a few years ago. Was there anyone on YouTube that you had known that did ultrasound or that you had looked up at all or it was just, you just did it randomly and
1: then? Yeah. So I think at that time, I think my first video, was maybe like 2017, 2018. And at that time, you know, there was like no information online of what sonography was. It was always like nursing videos, how to get into nursing, how to do x-ray, And I don't think there was any stenography videos at all. I think they were just like educational for like AIUM, but not like a personal blog. So I kind of think that's why like when I first posted the video, they're like, hey, this exists. Like there's a person that does this. And it just kind of sparked the community. And then more people started coming out. And I was just like, wow, this is so cool. Like (laughs) all these stenographers are having their own thing. And so I'm glad that I was able to spark the inspiration for people. I don't know,
0: but... You kickstart a movement. Oh,
2: <laughs> I agree. I really do think so. Because I, I'm honestly 2017 wasn't that long ago. Right. And especially with social media now, so many people are using this as an avenue for educational tools Yeah. to figure out what they want to do. So it's really amazing what you did, what you built. And now like your Instagram and everything that you've done. Do you have a favorite video that you've actually created over the years?
1: Favorite video. Mm, Honestly, I kind of think like my very first video was my favorite just because it was so natural and raw. Like I would just have my iPhone at the time. I probably had like iPhone six or seven and I would just record stuff. And I really feel like it was a genuine representation of what I was going through, like late night studying and like going to scan labs and going to clinicals. I think that was like my most like transparent moment Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, the other videos are just like me sitting and talking in front of camera. But, you know, that first one was like more like a vlog, like come into my life and this is what I'm doing. Because I think I have the second video and I like it just as much because I graduated, obviously. But I don't know, the first, you know, that first year is like that struggle Mm -hmm. and like you have all those memories attached to it. So no, I do like the first video the best, I think. (laughs) You
2: have great videos.
1: I look like a little baby in that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: So if you guys haven't seen any of her videos somehow, where can they see your videos?
1: You guys can see it on YouTube. Um, Just Google Christy DMS and I should be there. All my videos are linked. I have videos from vlogs, school to advice.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We saw that you visited CBD college. Was that a a cool experience for you to do too?
1: Yeah. So CBD college, again, totally an incidental thing. actually, I don't know if I've opened up about this, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. All my experiences have just been like by accident and I'm very grateful for it. But, um, for CBD, the original plan was, I don't know if you guys know Quinn, uh, Quinn DMS on Instagram too. She reached out to me and we just started like connecting as friends on um, social media. Again, she is also Vietnamese as well. So I kind of felt like I was like, oh, this is like a cool connection. Um, we started chatting, and she just mentioned she goes to CBD College. And I was like, oh, that's very cool. But I initially had the idea of visiting her as a friend. So I was like, hey, Quinn, I'm off on this day. How cool would it be if I came and visited you for like a few days? And she'd be like, Yeah, that'd be so awesome. Like, I'd love to meet you. And so it was literally just going to be me as a friend meeting her or I guess like content creator with like a, a Sano supporter. And like, that's all it was. She starts telling all of her classmates. They're like, hey, Chrissy's going to come visit me. Chrissy's going to come visit me. She ends up telling her program director, literally as a joke, I was like, what if I did like a meet and greet there? And the, that night, the program director emailed me and was like, hey does this day work for you? I'm going to promote this as a meet and greet and you can meet all of our students and do a whole event. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be awesome. Because I wanted to do like a meet and greet, like just like at a cafe or something, like something simple. But then the school was like, no, like we have to have you come to the school. I was like, okay. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really intimidating because you know this was like my first solo project on my own as a content creator like people are coming taking the time to come see me and you know none of it was sponsored i paid everything out of pocket including like my plane the reservations my goodie bags airbnb time yeah. um videographer all that stuff all out of my pocket and i was like i it was just amazing to see everyone come to community whether they were here to see me or here to beyond ultrasound campus, it was like mind blowing. It was all by
2: We love that though. I mean, Lynn and I, we met, I mean, we've never met in person. We've only met on Instagram and it just shows you what this community is truly like. And we always talk about how amazing the community is. And like, honestly, you're like a founding father (laughs) of the community. And so it's really cool to see all the things that is possible from social media. And I'm sure you've seen all of the new DMS pages you've been seeing students even schools and other sonographers it's been really great to see yeah
1: yes I do think it's awesome like making friends and connections because obviously like you know we've talked a million times on social media but it's so different like I feel like I'm meeting you for the first time but also I feel like I've known you for a very long time mm-hmm. um so it's just cool to kind of build this community because we are in this sonography journey together even if we've been doing it for years or you're just starting out in the field. Like it's just such, I don't know. I just love the ultrasound community. Like I love looking on my DMS page and seeing everyone's posts. And I love people making Instagrams to start their journey. It's so
2: nice. It really is. And Lynn is almost going to graduate. So <laughs> that's I have
0: a month and a half left. Oh my gosh. I, think I have like two weeks until my registries. Does it, does it feel real? You're going to be out in the world scanning on your own. <laughs> I know, with no supervision. Um, I'm, I'm nervous, but excited to be start working and make money because the school <laughs> makes me broke.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, that student life. <laughs> <laughs> you know the struggle.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. So since we've just talked about you being a content creator, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about you being a sonographer because that is what you do mainly, right? Um, So what is your best memories or your favorite part being an OBGYN sonographer?
1: Mm, My best memories of being a sonographer. You know, now that I've been doing ultrasound for a few years now, and especially with OBGYN, because it's such a intimate type of work, because, you know, you're following someone's pregnancy from start to finish. I can honestly say like, it's the best thing is probably just how rewarding I feel when I do get to see the progression of growth or just being on someone's like medical journey. Like, you know, we scan like a million patients a day. You probably don't remember their name sometimes, but it's like that 20, 30 minutes you're in a room with them, it's like it impacts them so much. And there's been times where like I'll see a patient and then like I don't see her for like one or two years and I see her again, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like you're pregnant again. And it just like kind of sparks the joy because I'm like, I remember your other baby. And then the, there's a new baby. And I don't know. I just, you know, I love being able to talk to people. Like, that's also what I like about ultrasound. Like, you're not just like sitting in silence and not interacting. I don't know. I just love, yeah, I think mostly just like the intimate patient care that we give. And even like, not even just OBGYN. I felt the same with like abdominal ultrasound too when I did it back in school. It's like, you know, you're literally stuck in a room with someone and you're doing such important work, but then also giving like good patient care at the same time and also like building a relationship with them. And then it's like, you never see them again but then like you do eventually, I don't know, (laughs) but. Yes,
2: I can really, it's funny because Lynn and I were talking about why we love ultrasound in our Uh last episode. And patient care was one of the things that I had spoken about too. I think after Uh a while you realize like, that's what you're doing every single day. And you're with your patients. You're just enjoying, you know, helping the patient in any way that you can. And sometimes we're almost like the person they can lean on in that, time, you know?
1: Yeah. Like it's like their most vulnerable time. And you're there, even if it's 20, 30 minutes, it -hmm. it does make a difference because like me personally, when I go to the doctor, you know, you go there because there's a problem. So your job is to either find the problem and fix it. So I just, I don't know. I love it. (laughs) What's the um, most challenging about Mm -hmm. OB? The most challenging is definitely... Well, one chasing a like a live moving baby around <laughs> while scanning, because, you know, with like abdominal, like the liver stays there, the kidneys stay there and like a baby is moving around. <laughs> um, other challenging things I can say with OB and with every t- other hip ultrasound, musculoskeletal injuries are like my enemy. I feel like I'm constantly like hurting my wrist or hurting my elbow every few weeks. And I would say that's like the biggest con in the field. Um, Like people always message me and ask, like, do you think robots are ever going to like take over our job, Christy? Like for ultrasound, and like I personally, I don't think so because like this is like a human mechanism that we need to do. Mm -hmm. So like I would say the biggest con is probably the musculoskeletal injuries, and probably like the emotional toll that you could get from working in OB. Just because it's so intimate. And, you know, people think that, like, you scan babies all day and it's rainbows and butterflies, but, you know, your job is to find something wrong. And so, a lot of the times, your patients are gonna have, like, fetal abnormalities and they're gonna be bad things that happen. So, that happened a lot when I was in maternal fetal medicine, Mm -hmm. because all your patients are, like, abnormal. And so, that did put, like, an emotional toll on myself. And, um, you know, stepping back, going to just like GYN, just plain OBGYN, not maternal food medicine, you know, gave me an open door of like some good stuff and some bad stuff, not like always bad stuff. So
2: I know MFM is actually like much more difficult than people think that it is. Even just gaining yeah. babies is, is more difficult than people think right. it is. Um, And so I give you props because OBGYN is not my uh, forte. And uh, I know it's Same. difficult. Uh, but if you had to give people advice, you know, who wanted to do OBGYN, what would you give them advice about?
1: Probably my number one advice is to just stay consistent with learning and scanning OB because just an ultrasound in general, it's like a foreign new language. So a lot of people get discouraged when they start scanning pregnancies and OB because it's just so much more different than like um, general sonography, I guess, like just still organs. Um, And people get discouraged from, you know, the baby was just head down, but now the baby's butt down. And so now you have to like rethink um, how you're going to scan. So I think you trying to like navigate that like uncomfortable phase of like okay I can't just scan in one scanning window I have to like move the mom around or I have to like get the baby to move um it's kind of like a never ending type of skill like you every patient is going to be completely different the baby is going to be different gestational ages different sizes different positions and I would say like just practice and being consistent with not giving up is probably the best. And that's the same with any ultrasound imaging, I feel like, like any specialty track, like with abdominal vascular echo and all that. That's great advice. And I'm gonna
2: take some of that because it's hard to scan a second and third trimester, especially when they're like really far along Have you ever yeah. had to do um more than two babies in
1: there? Oh yeah. I've done twins, I've done triplets. Um I think one-time quadruplets, very, very early, not like, like full-on, but I've done a few triplets, especially maternal fetal medicine, and if you think one OB patient is hard, like you just do the same thing twice, or the same thing three times, or the same thing four times. So you could be in there for like two, three hours.
0: Wow. Oh two, three hours
1: Yeah, because you can imagine like one anatomy scan could take like 45 minutes or something, and then you double it. And then if one baby's sitting on top of the other, it's like, you have to move them around. I hope (laughs) he's tough.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, It is. I'm uh, learning it right now. And I'm going to ask for advice since (laughs) I have you here. I'm going to pick your brains a little. Uh, Um, How do you remember all the pathologies? So this would help other OP students as well. Yeah. There's so many pathologies.
1: I know there's so many because it's like, you're not only dealing with the baby, you're dealing with the mom too. So it could be like mom issues mixed with baby issues. Um, a lot of the fetal anatomy and abnormalities are simple like are the same to adults sometimes. But if you're like starting out, like if you're going to like are you going to like an OB site at all, maybe? Or you're just practicing I'm not. You know? I'm just learning it. Oh, like learning it like on the books? Yes in lectures yeah. and stuff yeah oh my god there's so many pathologies it is how did i do it
0: <laughs> yes how did you do it Wait, what are your, Tell study your secrets yeah. my study techniques
1: especially with like a baby it sounds weird but like i would pretend that like i'm the baby because like if there's like some type of abnormality in like myself in that area i would imagine if i was inside of a mom's tummy, which way would I be lying and which way like the pictures would look if I was that floating fetus in there. That sounds really weird, but there was at one point where me and my friends didn't understand like presentation of like a baby, so we literally just brought like a stuffed animal to a school and we're like, okay, if the baby's head down, then that means the stomach has to be here and that means the bladder has to be here and left arms here and right arms here, you know like We kind of have to like imagine
0: ourselves as the baby. That sounds really weird, but no, that's a great advice. (laughs) Yes, that is great advice. I'm going to bring a teddy bear with me to class. Yeah,
1: (laughs) just bring it. You're just like, okay, if this is this way, then my stomach has to be over here. And that's very helpful. Um, Pathology, I don't, honestly, I don't even know how I got through that. (laughs) I think because I was most interested in it. And I kind of just like, oh, this is so interesting.
2: When you were in school, Mm um what was the hard like so majority of the people who listen to us are students you know yeah so what got you through you know like studying and like going through the hard days that we all know we've gone through that we me and you have been through that Lynn has is now almost done going through but for those who are about to go into it you know like what did you do to get you through studying and everything yeah
1: so like you know, obviously with any type of schooling and like medical schooling, it's going to be tough. You have to dedicate a lot of time. You kind of need to have like your mindset of what you're about to go through. I would say like my main advice for new coming students is practice a lot of time management and self-discipline. And I say that in a way because, you know, life doesn't stop outside of school. And so especially with a high demanding education, as in like, you know, we have to pay attention a lot in ultrasound. It's not something you can half-ass on uh, in the program because, you know, you could read and study all those things, but you could be the smartest person on the books for ultrasound. But if you can't go in the scan room and scan a patient, then like, you know, the schooling doesn't matter. So when I mean like time management, like make sure you're studying as best as you can for your boards, but also make sure you're practicing enough that when you're ready to go out in the field, you could actually scan because you know i feel like a lot of people are like oh ultrasound looks so easy like i just have to take the test and i could go practice ultrasound but it's like if you don't know how to scan you know you need to practice you need to take the time to practice take time to go to scan labs and go to clinicals and be very proactive in learning at clinicals because during clinicals that's the only time you can make mistakes right you're scanning underneath someone you know You could learn all the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts. But then when you're out in the world, it's your name on it. And, you know, no one's going to like save you from that. And I say self-discipline because a lot of people get discouraged when they're going through school. Like I certainly did. And I feel like, you know, it's easy to just be like, okay, this is too hard. I'm going to like quit. But it's like, you know, you got in the program for a reason. And if it just takes like, a few months of being stressed and miserable, find your self-care, <laughs> get back up and continue your school because it'll turn out great at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Schooling is tough, but it's like a short sacrifice that will be worth it at the end. I feel like. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, look at, look at us now, you know, years later with all this experience and we're only still learning so much every single day. I literally have all these cases every single day that I'm like, what? Like, I just question all the time and people think I know everything. And I'm like, I don't know everything, but we know enough, you know, we know enough to get
1: us through our job and every day. Exactly. I mean, to be honest, all medical fields is like you learn everything and it's really overwhelming at the time. And then when you go in the field, you know, not saying that we don't remember all of it, but sometimes you don't remember every single detail from school. So sometimes you have to hit up Google, but (laughs) it's like you you do it to be like Mm over-prepared. And then when you're in the work field itself, it's like, oh my God, I know how to recognize this. This is what this pathology is. And then that's when you like really appreciate it. Cause we don't remember everything, you know, we're not, we're not doctors. We're not diagnosing, but you know, the practice of it, it'll just get you better because we're constantly learning every day. I still see things every day. and I'm like, what is that? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was in school like forever ago and it's like, well, I don't know what this is. And then, you know, that's, it's still okay to ask for help even during that time too.
2: Yeah. We always recommend ask questions, ask for help, you know, especially if you have coworkers, us, I mean, we're all pretty much here open and willing to be there for you guys. And so, Christy, we appreciate you and everything that you do and everything that you've done for the community. Uh, Lynn, do you have any other questions for her?
0: I don't. That's all my (laughs) questions. I just love listening to her talk. I was like, I'm like starstruck right now.
1: I'm sorry if I talk (laughs) too much. Like once I'm in a rant, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is probably why my YouTube videos are like 10 minutes long.
2: But We love rants. Well, yeah. I highly suggest there's one video that if you guys need to know something about anything about ultrasound, Christy has a video that is everything you need to know about ultrasound. So... Um she's got that video there. Uh, I remember watching it. And I'm like, dang, she's got all the info and everything she did. her I, research.
1: I just remember when I filmed that might be one of my also favorite videos, because it's like, it's just like the foolproof video that I feel like if I had that when I was in high school, like I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I know what ultrasound is. But all that whole video, I had to like compile within like the past, like five years in my brain. And I was like, this is going to be the master video. So no one could be lost on their journey. Yes.
2: That's everything you guys need to know. And we appreciate you for making that video because we always talk about how ultrasound is just so confusing in general. It's so confusing when you're in the job and it's confusing to figure out how everything works. I, I bet you get a million questions a day.
1: Yeah. I'm so sorry if I haven't answered anybody's questions. Whoever's listening to this, I promise your DM is going to get answered. I can't say I do answer all my DMs. It just takes me a long time.
2: No, we totally understand. And we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day and schedule to come meet with us and be in our podcast.
1: Yes, where I can really they find you here? Oh, sorry. where can they? You're okay. Where can <laughs> they find you on Instagram so they can? Oh my gosh! Follow? Okay. So follow me on Instagram at Christy DMS. You find me on Instagram and on YouTube for my videos, and be sure to like and subscribe. And um, I'm
0: always here for questions as well. My DMs are open. Yay! That's amazing. I think this is a great way to uh, end medical ultrasound awareness month don't you think so Giselle
2: Mm-hmm. we've got the one and only Christy DMS on mm-hmm. our podcast Yay. finally and we definitely appreciate you we appreciate everyone who listens and supports all of us on all of our social medias so yeah until the next video uh we'll see you guys next time thank you Christy thank you. bye